following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome Spurs in episode six, uh, six pack of Tottenham talk from, I, I guess our headquarters are still in New York, right? At least for half of us. So uh, guys, I'm going to do something different this time that I haven't done. And I think the first five episodes to start this off, I'm going to ask you guys our round table, how the hell you're doing every single episode. I don't think I've ever asked you guys how you're doing. Ben, how's it going today? Uh, it's been going pretty good. Had a yep. couple of weddings, a lot oh, of drinking, yeah, so recovering generally. Yeah, you know, they got married. Yeah, no are one. Happy? Are you happy for no them? one? Elements. Yeah, they're they're my good friends. I'm generally happy. You think it'll work then? Hmm. Well, to be seen. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like the honesty. Eric, up in Maine. Map is still intact. No new stickers though behind you, bud. But I assume it's going okay, right? Oh, and you muted yourself to start off with your response. Almost, be. yeah. I was getting too active on the mouth on the mouse. Uh, no, life is good, man. I have a bunch of stickers to add, but uh, nobody can see this because it's an audio medium. But yeah, life is good. Can't complain. Yeah, this is a little bit of a bad radio uh, episode to start. But Jose, finish us off. Are you surviving without any uh, random Olympic events to watch instead of important Gold Cup matches? I am surviving and we're in the midst of a tropical storm right now here in Puerto Rico. And hopefully the light doesn't go out at any time during this recording. Light. But. I would have to edit you completely out. We have more important things to worry about than your <laughs> electricity. All right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But everything's so, good. Good, 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 good. I'm glad that you're surviving without the, uh, Puerto Rican athletes at the Olympics. Um, so, Eric, so Eric's, I mean, Derek's update on life was he has more stickers to add to his map. That was it. Well, that was a lead in, man. I mean, cool. We're adults now. What the fuck is exciting now? I don't have a lot of weddings. I got one at the end of the month. But... We're adults. Let's talk about stickers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, something like that. Uh, so, yeah. So we have a fun pack of Spurs superlatives today to, un- to, to, to I used to unpack twice, but I'm going to use it again. Unfortunately, that's that's not good hosting by me. But before then, um, <laughs> Ben, I know you definitely <laughs> wanted to talk about our man, our our favorite Frenchman, Tongi. What are you, Ben? I know you you definitely I feel like want to get the most off your chest with 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 our our man. Um, again, we're having preseason problems. He can't get out there. Go go, go off, King. Go off. I know you're you're a little upset. I mean, I thought I'd always be the last one. It's this has always been like a real battle between Derek and and Jose over. Tang and Dombele. I've had my side that I think the talent there is way too much to give up on. But come on, we've we've been dealing with the same issues of his fitness, of he's not happy to. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I don't think we should sell him because there's too too much untapped talent and talent, and that he is. We can't get top price for him right now. But this is getting bad. It's getting annoying, and I keep sticking up for him because the talent. We've seen it. He's just unfit, and he doesn't like the fitness part of it, and that's a huge problem when you're playing football so i really want to hear what they say as i move from 
defending Tangay always because of the talent to the other side where I'm almost ready. I'm almost done with it. I'm almost done with the crap. I mean, he's, they, they say he's overweight again and he's not happy again. That's availability, as Jose loves to say. So I really want to see what Derek and Jose have to say about this. You want to go first on this one, Jose, or what? Switzerland and, just I'll, passed it to somebody. So I'll, I'll go ahead and bash the guy like I always do. And to start off, I don't want to say that I hate this guy. I'm a Spurs fan and I want all of the Spurs to have success. But I'm tired. I'm tired and I've been tired for a long time. And you guys know this well. And the group chats, it's a topic of discussion, like Ben said, usually between me and Derek going at it. One guy defending him, one guy trashing him. It's it's too long. It's too long. It's what is this third season now? He's our record signing 52 million pounds. And what has he done for us? He's done absolutely nothing, nothing. He and there's always excuse after excuse after excuse for him not being ready physically. And now I'm really questioning his mental uh, mental standpoint right now is is something wrong with this dude. Uh, And I really hope he figures it out because we all see the talent. We all see the talent, but I'm not paying to do 52 million pounds to do nutmegs and to hold a play for 60 minutes because he can't even do it for a whole 90. It's two meaningless things that he does for this club. And I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. All right. First of all, nutmegs are not meaningless. Let's put that <laughs> out there and be very clear. This, this recent team was built on nutmegs. Eye candy. Okay. Secondly, Ndombele hasn't done nothing. The man had a goal of the season uh, nominee last year with mm-hmm. that beautiful flip to the back corner. I don't even know what I would call that. That isn't a shot. It's like something you would do in FIFA, but you can't really do in real life. There were just oodles of skill in this man. He, he can do everything. I mean, there have been constant comparisons to, to Musa Dembele with this man. Now, is he fat? Yes, absolutely. Is he have fitness issues? 100%. But he's 23 years old. He's just immature. He needs some positive reinforcement, unfortunately, at the time. Who is really a good leader on this team, whether on the field or off the field? It's, it's just a hodgepodge of random people from varying skill levels and varying levels of, I would say, leadership, but not really anyone is a leader aside from Hugo. I mean, our best player who everyone says was a future captain wants to leave. Hugo's leaving a year from now. His two closest friends who haven't been sold yet. They haven't. Let's not oversell that. Yes, he will be upset when they do go, but I think this is more of a non-story and a let's take a dump on Tottenham because there isn't a lot of news in this country as far as transfers go. (laughs) I'm not worried about it, but to give you a little olive branch, Jose, I am getting pretty tired of this man being constantly in conversations about being unhappy here because it's been three years and yes, the managers have changed. That was my a lot of this blame on your boy. Mourinho is to blame here because of complete lack of progression and passing completely over the midfield with his tactics. But I will totally agree with that point. Totally agree with that point, Derek. But it's three managers that are both all all three of them are saying that this guy doesn't come fit to play. That's not to put on any manager. All right. Now I got to expand on this. You're absolutely right with Mourinho. But then Mourinho played every minute, played him for every minute for like two. I'm sorry, not every minute because he can't go 90 minutes. 
every game for two, three months last season. He earned his way in. Yes, he shit on him initially, but Jose does this all the time. Jose, Jose, it's confusing with your name there. <laughs> but Pochettino did not give him a hard time because he constantly would put every single new signing through the rigors of whoa, of uh, of practice before he actually brought them in. It happened with pretty much everyone that was a big signing. That took time to get into the starting lineup. And Ryan Mason, Ryan Mason gets no credit. The man is a a caretaker at best he was a guy who came out of a booth to coach the team i don't take his opinion on anybody who started wings every game who's talking about ryan mason though i'm talking about he ryan mason sat in dombele for each of those games except for the southampton game but i I wasn't referring to ryan mason no no hasn't played a real game he hasn't he hasn't but he's none of this is relevant with that he's not in his plans right now he's not in his plans right now because he didn't play him against arsenal in a charity game because this guy's never available. He's not in his plans. You think See, this guy's going to be in, in anywhere near this club in this, in, uh, on Sunday? I'm sorry. I think this is, what, a 38-game season. I don't care if he doesn't play for the first month. No, the guy gets paid 52 million pounds, dude. No, I he want doesn't. You That's what day. we paid for him. He doesn't want live anywhere there. near that. So Makes 200K a week. Okay, that's enough for me. I don't make that in a whole year. Go out there and play. Are we comparing our, our, our wages right. to soccer players? I got put down for doing an age comparison. We got the wage comparison now. <laughs> so, Derek, are you thinking that these would, – would you think it's fair to say, or in your mind, are you thinking that headlines about him are, are overblown then? I would say he's probably upset that he's had, what, three coaches in three years? That's probably not great. I don't think that was good for – Jay Cutler in Chicago, I don't think that's been great for anybody in any sport. It's a revolving door of philosophies, a revolving door of tactics. It's not good for anyone. Could he be an immature 23-year-old who's out of place? Absolutely. I did Google that he's 24, by the way. But go on. Oh, is he? I'm, I'm, I'm a... You're living in the past. Clearly living in the past. <laughs> Just but like yeah, the way you it, still like him. There aren't a lot of French-speaking players on the team. I think we have three, and Hugo doesn't exactly strike me as the friendliest guy. He seems like a... I think we need to get past this friendship thing. I think that's an overblown topic. It's Let's talk about how he's fat. No, I think it's an immaturity <laughs> thing. I think that's what it comes down to. Damn. And maybe the weight and work ethic comes with that. I think the biggest thing that Jose is not... Jose maybe doesn't fully understand is... He's the most talented player on this team. And you want to say Kane and so on? No, no, no. He has the most talent. And the thing that Derek doesn't understand, this might be the totally wrong league for him. The, a- the English Premier League asks for a lot of fitness. And every coach has said the same thing about this guy and that he doesn't love the fitness part. And maybe if the game's a little slower in La Liga, he could use that skill. But your fitness level has to be top-notch to play in the English Premier League. And to, I mean, as much as Mourinho played him, the where he would pick up the ball to do his nutmegs and his crazy moves, he was so far downfield. There's no as and as we said before, there was no one to pass to. Impossible for him to get the ball all the way up to Harry Kane, and even when Harry Kane was dropping, we, the system was terrible for him. But the fitness thing is an issue. But at the same time, this is the most talented person on the ball on this team that we've maybe ever had in a long time on the ball. He definitely so. sees the field better i think than anybody on the team of course you're going to say hurricane's more clinical of course you're going to say sunny's quicker well then then again everyone's probably quicker on the team than him um but 
That was a that was a little bit of a thick joke tossing that when out there, there. When when there's comparisons drawn, um, Dembele, Musa Dembele, you are a really really good player. There's no doubt about it, or really have good potential. Well, he compares to him in the sense of that his name is pretty similar. So we Other can't take that. that from him. But I don't. I'm I'm personally probably pretty close with you, Jose, on this. Where I want to give this dude, I want to get this dude out there. He's so exciting every single time he, he gets a touch. But it's been three years. Like, come on. Three years, three coaches? I mean, we went through the coach last year who was the biggest, like, just throwback, I'll put you in if you work for it type of coach in Mourinho. I mean, he just seemed kind of out of touch with – normal modern day players if you will now we got a complete opposite guy who over the last couple of weeks has made you pretty happy you know that he's spurs coach you know he's starting to say all the right things he's he's seen more as a little bit more of a players kind of guy and now he can't get it out of him and poach we would you know pretty much all die for probably and he couldn't get it out of him and to Derek's point our lord and savior Ryan Mason wouldn't even <laughs> trust him I, I'm at a point where enough is enough with this guy, but how how do you he's not going anywhere. I mean, he's not going what are they gonna what are they gonna do? The the guy who won't take a hundred million for a striker right now is not gonna sign or sell him the most money he's ever invested in a transfer for nothing. That's what they would get for him right now is nothing. So I'm yeah, at the point I'm at is shit, we gotta deal with this. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I <laughs> well, think, unfortunately, nothing's going to change by the end of the month. And he's going to probably be awesome for spurts and maybe not so great for other ones. And no, I'm glad. I'm glad at least you let me and Ben get in here a little bit before you guys got animated about this, like you do pretty much yeah, all, the, all the damn time. You knew this was coming. You knew this was coming you did, by even bringing but, this topic up. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I passed it on pretty quickly to them. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, let's get our little like two cents in before these guys just like start ripping at each other. Um, so, yeah, we're going to jump, I guess, into some uh, superlatives for the upcoming season, the season preview edition of Spurs In. Uh, we're going to have a little fun with this. Uh, as mentioned, we already gave Tange the Kelvin Benjamin Award. Uh, I think unanimously. That's our first unanimous award on Spurs. Do we have to start explaining that? <laughs> Explain the like, Kelvin Benjamin like, Award? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he thick. That's pretty much it. He thick. Yeah, man. What a guy. But let's jump into some fun, uh, fun topics here. So we will get to some more serious ones and if any of you guys want to interject at any point and just throw something out there and ask something else uh see you later derek feel free but like i said i'm gonna do a couple fun ones first uh actually i got a ton of them here so depending on how quickly we go i might just jump around but nuno he's in town he signed a two-year contract which was a little surprising. You'd think it'd be a little bit longer. They do have a third-year option for him. What is your opening over-under for seasons he spends with the team? Over one or under one? It's a good line, man. One is a good line. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say he's going to do the two years and get moved on. That is my prediction. I think he'll be solid. I don't think we're going to finish anywhere above four. I think four is our peak where we can finish in the, in the standings at this point. So I think he finishes two years and then done. I'm personally going over. I think he's going to, he's going to, even though it's two years, because that was pretty 
two years was, like I said, a pretty head turning, at least for me. Like I, I know we're probably playing Mourinho until the end of time that, that it cost to get him even in. And I'm sure Pochettino's probably still getting paid and yeah, nightmare scenarios there, but yeah, I'm going to go over Jose. What do you think? Are you over or under? I say over, over. This guy is, has been brought over as a transitional coach. We are, we're a team in transition. Hopefully we're transitioning to, to finishing top four again. And they're going to give him time to complete his project. I don't see them. I don't see him staying, um, doing less than a year. I say over. Ben, over, under, one year, Nuno, at Spurs. I also say over. Um, Posh's con- contract runs out in two years, and so does Messi's. And then, then, you know, he'll be over and after that. It works out too perfectly, right? He gets, the coach, he gets to coach the greatest team of all time, and Jesus. then he'll come back to Tottenham. <laughs> yes. And also, I'll, I'll give him this. How does this happen? From I'll give him credit for the first two preseason games. Yes, preseason games, but especially the Chelsea and Arsenal game. We saw the soccer we wanted, correct? We did. We did. Yeah. It was not yeah. defensive. It was not too defensive. It was very offensive. So based on that, all that evidence that I just accumulated of those two games, I'll give him over a year for sure. There it is. All right. A, a rousing over one year. The belief in this podcast is just through the roof and... Speaking of which, that's not going to last, knowing the way I've texted you guys for a long time. So out of everyone on this podcast, we're going to jump right over to this one. Now that we're all feeling optimistic, who is the first one of us in this podcast to lose our damn minds about this team and to go off? As similar to the way that Ben did about a particular midfielder early on in our episodes, who's going to be the first one to lose their mind, Jose? You know it's not going to be me. I'm the guy who has the most faith in this team. That's why I asked you, because there's no goddamn way you're ever going to be involved in this. It's me or Derek. It's me or Derek. It's me. (laughs) It's me. It's me. You're going to lose your mind. All right. I was going to say say Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nick doesn't lose his mind. He just makes sarcastic jokes about everything. I was going to ask you. Does sarcastic comments every eight minutes during the game count as, as losing your mind? I mean, or is the mind Name already one lost? one sarcastic comment. I don't have the entire yeah, exactly. group memorized at this point, but I think we're all on the same page here. There is a long resume. Josh is, Allen. Is, yeah, that's okay. the best one. Probably. Yeah, that is the best one. <laughs> no, uh, I, in the middle of me saying that one, did you hear that thunder that just went out? Because it scared the shit out of me. Do you hear that, Ben? <laughs> I'm in Westchester, so. Oh, God. Hey, he's like he's in the bougie part backyard. of town. You don't hear that. Mm. Yeah, yeah but I am. Ben, why do you think it's going to be you? <laughs> Who's going to spot you over the air? I mean, I've, I'm the one who like usually gets in the, little, the rants without anyone responding <laughs> after nice. the games. So that's why I think it's me in the group that's chat. true. So. You do go for a long time. You, you're the type where you, you're like the lurker, you know, in the, in, in the bushes throughout the whole game. And then you just explode as the final whistle. So. Oh, I don't speak during the game. Yeah. That's- I'll say like when we score, I'll say the team. But I'm um, yeah, I I'm like the person sitting in the dark closet, like waiting for the world to end. Well, I'm a Jet fan, and you know. So speaking of that, <laughs> I have one more that involves us in the podcast. So which one of us, separate from blow up, because you know blowing up is Ben loves this team, but he hates Harry Winks. Exhibit A. Which one of us is going to be the first one? And again, Jose, I'm sorry, this is not going to involve you because this will literally <laughs> never happen. Who? Which one of us is the first one that's going to give up on the season? That's you, Nick. I 100% think it's going to be me. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be the first one to give up on the season. Not to, yeah, I think that one I, I had myself. I actually wrote down myself. <laughs> I think it's going to be, be halftime of game one where Nick says, 
Uh, team, my Man City, my day one team. My well, day one. Well, they no, right. Genuine question. Does it come to over under before or after halftime of the game against City when Ooh. it comes up? It depends might, when they score. First. I might take the under. I think I'm going to go under. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be, it's gonna be the that. first thing he texts during it's, the game. It's how Nick starts every season off. It might be, yeah, gives, giving up all hope. Well, you know, you're from Buffalo. You can't pronounce words unless they're from our region. And you also just, you know. So Canada? You don't get your yeah. So you don't get your hopes up for anything. Unlike Jose, he's like the only optimistic Bills fan on earth, which is new, new, unbelievable. New governor from Buffalo, big up. What? <laughs> Kathy Hochul. <laughs> Kathy Hochul. Wait, right, new governor of New York State for everyone is out there listening from Buffalo. Deuces, Cuomo. Deuces, Jose, Cuomo. Jose from Puerto is Rico. just a Buffalo fan. And you know so much about the stupid city. It is the <laughs> shittiest city ever. Relax. Every time they, every time like they do the player like votes on like what city don't you want to go to? Buffalo wins hands down. East Rutherford, where your guys play. The 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 NHL players chose Buffalo over Edmonton. Mm, true, it is true. I saw yeah, it in the in the athletic point there. <laughs> I just wanted to rile you up, and I did. What? What do you say? Oh, oh, talking about Buffalo stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that doesn't okay. get me. Doesn't right, get let's, me excited. let's hop back into Tottenham, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. What is that? Uh, it's, <laughs> just, it's this team where, all right, here we go. Here's my next one. Uh, Harry Winks, Musa Suzoka, Eric Dyer, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Derek, fuck Mary Kill. Winks, Suzoka, Dyer. I think it's pretty easy on this one. Oh, all you right. Mar- you marry Winks. Wow. Okay. You fuck Sosoko, and then you kill Dyer. Wow. Well, okay. I'm killing Dyer. He's gone. Yeah. Winks is gentle. He'd probably take good care of you. Okay. Yeah. But that's why I'm Jesus. fucking him. Sosoko is the most <laughs> physically fit. I don't know why this is difficult. This is easy. And, and he might kill me. No. If I marry him, he's not going to kill me. Wait, are we know, talking definitely- from a- from a, a on the field performance thing? Or we no, just in general, like just a, in life in general. Okay. okay. I'm going to kill Winks just in case everyone was wondering. Yeah. I'm ben, definitely ben not, not fucking dire because this guy takes a shit in the middle of the game. So I don't know if he even cleans his ass properly. Jesus so he's Christ. discarded. <laughs> it's, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. So what are you going to do? So you don't I, think he wiped that time? I'm probably marrying him then, I guess. I don't know. You're gonna, he he would have marry, to die. To be fair. No, he would have to die. He, his ass. No, he would have to die. I'm sorry, Dyer. You're, you're, you're dead. Okay. Well, you're dead. Well, finish yeah, it up. Sissoko, Sissoko, I, uh, no, I, I disagree. Winks gets fucked because he's a cute looking guy. And Sissoko's the last one. I married right. him. I'm going to do this based on playing style and not on how they look or All if right, their asses the are clean. Then. Wait, I, I would, but... <laughs> I'm marrying Sissoko, I'm fucking Dyer, and I'm killing Winks. Because we're going to keep Winks around too long. Shocker. And then he's just going to be there to suck. You notice how he changed the entire narrative of our talking about attractive football players, and he changed it to their playing style just so he could say he wanted to kill Harry Winks? He did that whole thing. So he I could, I could easily say Harry. I wanted to kill Eric Dyer also, but I chose that. You know, Eric Dyer takes spot kicks for us, so more useful. It's a fair point. It's a fair he, point indeed. better than Kane. Speaking of fair points, um, I don't know about you guys. I'm a big Ted Lasso guy. Great show. Great I haven't show. started the second season. I have not started the second season because I, I think it just comes out one episode at a time or something. We're, we're three episodes in. It's really good. 
I do not have do not give any spoilers out. Um, but it dies in the one, second episode. If there was one, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> if there was one, if there was one person from Spurs that you could add into the cast of Ted Lasso, who would it be? Harry I think Winks. Harry, Harry Winks. Why would you add Harry Winks into? Never seen the show, but I figured it'd piss Ben off. Okay, fair. Uh, You've never seen Ted Lasso. I don't have Apple ch- TV. Oh, it's a championship league to have had seven ties and a loss. Yep, that's perfectly Harry Winks. What are you talking? About? Yeah, he would fit right in. It'd be better. That's a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> fair enough. Ben, who would you add? I would okay. add. Our, oh man, that's a tough one. I'm trying I'm to gonna, think of. I'm going to go with uh, uh, just as a space filler here. I'm going to go with. I did Sonny. I think. I think Sonny would be. He'd be. He'd obviously be clinical and get Ted back up into the Premier League. But also low key, he's like. Whenever they put like a video of Sonny out, he's like pretty funny. Like I think he's pretty funny and comical in like all their little. Like there was the one time where they were playing uh, Xbox or whatever, and then you know when you turn on FIFA, it goes to like the rival team. So they started it up, and Spurs went to when Spurs versus Arsenal, and his team was Arsenal, and he screamed. He's like, "Ah, change it, change it!" He's like, it was pretty comical. I got a good laugh out of that. And he's always like joking around and stuff, and everyone loves him. So you know, it's a wholesome show. Sonny's a wholesome guy. So I would, I would like to see Sonny and Ted Lasso. Serge. He's, he's still on the team. I want Serge. He's, I think he's the fun. He's still the one of the funniest players. Definitely the funniest. That right back position, man. What is with right backs and being funny at Tottenham? I want to say about Darty's face. No, Walker was the dude, man. Walker used to make the the funny videos for social media all the time, scaring people, all that type of stuff. I want to say right Sergio back. Regulon, so his girlfriend Marta Diaz can make special against appearances. She's pretty hot. <laughs> but I'm and gonna go with funny. Dyer again. Because Dyer. Oh my goodness! What is this? Taking a, a taking a crap, a taking a crap in the middle the of the uh, taking a crap in the middle of a game, fighting fans, <laughs> going into the stands. Yeah. This I mean, guy's full, full of entertainment. He's done his things. Haircuts, his haircuts. <laughs> he's done things that would make would make the tight lasso skit for sure. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I still think Serge is the funniest player. So I, I, I would want Serge. Serge, Serge. Those are those are two great, great answers, Derek. Thanks for giving us a couple moments of your time there because I cannot believe you do not watch Ted Lasso. Who is next one moving on? Who's going to be the first player on the team to take a red card this year? Damn it. Coco's gone. We can't use Coco's him. gone. That would have been my first answer, but he only had one red card, man. He only had one red card for all this year. Shin Romero. Surge. Ooh, Romero. Romero, Surge. Surge remains. He's got to uphold his reputation. Surge for 100%. I'm just going with Marrow. Well, one, because he actually has somewhat of a red card issue from an article I read, but also because it would just be so Tottenham for him to like, you know, go go out in the first like in the second game with a red card. I got mine. It's, it's Harry Kane because he wants his new team to succeed. Ooh. I gotta actually I piggyback off of that. I was just thinking this. What if Harry Kane gets a red card against Man City just two footing, let's say Kevin De Bruyne? And he takes it, rips his shirt off. Why would, he go after, why would he go after his potentially best future team? No, because he's made a complete <laughs> heel turn. He's back. He's, he's back. trying to win the fans back. He's two heeling Kevin De Bruyne in the shins. Immediate red card, three game suspension, rips his shirt off. It says, I love you, Spurs. And everybody's. I'm staying home. Nick, are you going to take that out? Cool. Thanks. It's going to two foot De Bruyne. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Eric Dyer. He actually has zero career, at least in the Premier League red cards, but I, I'm playing the law of averages there that that dude is due for a red card. 
<laughs> no one said Sonny, like the red card leader. Yeah, he does have a couple. Oh, wow, that's I, I I didn't realize that he is. Hugo's probably up there too. Does he have a red? I think he has two reds. Oh, all right. Well, fair enough. Okay, let's uh, let's attack our own players now. Who is going to be the biggest bitcher of the year on Spurs between either diving, between complaining to refs, which is really where the inspiration for that went? Um, who's going to be your biggest bitcher on the team? I got mine, and I think it's I think it's a low key good answer, but we're going to find out. Yeah, you know what? I'll start off. Uh, I'm going to go Geo. That, that was my he, answer. He he. He complains low key so goddamn much every game, and it's like more than Kane. I feel like Kane. He they more just make sure they get the camera on him. You know, they 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 know what they're doing. Those camera people. Gio is just like he's always like he's like on the ground rolling around like he got shot and stuff like all the time. That guy, man. I mean, he and it always worries you a little bit more because he also is made of glass. So it's like almost a little problematic as well that he. He might be the biggest picture of the year ahead of the season. But, but Gio is also the guy. He, he kind of makes me feel like his friend. He sees a fight about to start, and then he hops in and just punches one of the bystanders just to get shit crazy. That's <laughs> the kind the of guy that instigator on the team for sure, hundred percent. Jose, Jose, I, I don't know, I don't know. Is this going to be someone? I, I say on Dom and Dombele, and Dombele. He's already bitching right now, so. Good, good, good spin zone on that. I like that, Ben. Who, who you have a <laughs> I was gonna say, G- I was gonna say, Gio. It's like a Copa thing, but wow. low key, Sergio Regulon. Oh, he does get a little bit. I see that. I see Sergio. That's not a bad one. Not a bad one. You're going to be sold next award. Who's gonna be out the door next? Seems like Musa is gonna be out the door next. That's the only reports I've heard is the Na- Napoli or AC Milan, but. I mean, there's a week left. So we the transfer window ends at the end of the su- end of August. Mm-hmm. In truth, yeah. Moose is the only ones I have connected with anyone. It doesn't, and it seems like Jaffet's going to stay because he's played his way into staying. I and hope that guy stays. He's yeah, that was, he's that was a great. That was a hell of a play. A yes. hell of a play, it really was. Yeah, so I think it's going to be uh, Sissoko. I think he has the most value to teams, and. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be Sissoko. I think low key it's gonna be Surge. Surge is my pick. You're gonna be sold next. I think he's, I think he's he's due. He's he said repeatedly he wants to leave. They're keeping Tanganga around. They might. Does, get, he think, does he think he's gonna go to PSG and join that team of like all stars? Like, does he think he's gonna join PSG? Yes. yes. Is he going to join PSG? <laughs> Hell no, he's not gonna join PSG. But that's my pick, Serge. Derek, it's Derek. If you can, if you can physically recover from what I just said, you could also. Yeah, didn't this. you already admit it like earlier in like two podcasts ago? Like Serge is leaving, for sure. The problem is that they just spent all that Serge money on um, on Messi uh, on his contract. He's not going to PSG. Yeah, he yeah, that was a joke. That was a joke. Ago. Oh my god, were you listening? Yeah. What no, but that was the link. I was, that was what everybody was whispering was that he was going back there, and there were legit reporters saying that. Do you think Posh wants him back? <laughs> I don't think he had a choice. <laughs> I don't know how many shots he's calling there, but I hope that it's Harry Kane. So we're just done with this because I'm so sick of the past four days. It's bad for my emotions. I'm done. Just either stay or don't like get out of here. I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship, but I do think it's probably going to be Serge. I just don't think I, he did play in the Arsenal game, but 
I don't see how he fits in this team, especially when he's already he was the first one to bring up leaving. So it's probably gonna be Serge. Jose. I think Ben's prayers will be answered. And it's going to be Winks. Where to? I have no idea, but it's obvious he has Nuno has no plans with this guy. We haven't seen much of him, a little bit of him in the preseason against some inferior teams. But I don't I, I see him getting sold. You're the next guy up. Peace. He's the yeah. He's the clear. He's clearly behind Hoiberg and Skip right now. Mm-hmm. Even in Dombele, any midfielder, he's is he behind in Dombele? Yeah, I think he is. Right now, he's, he's not. not. And Dombele and Dombele's behind everyone. <laughs> yeah, dare to dream on that one. Um, next one. Hey, hey, did you say your thought? Me? Did you say your face? Yeah. Yeah, I said Surge. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. And then Derek had a mental breakdown in the middle of me talking. It's insane. But then he started to listen and realize that what I I thought was correct. And he just agreed. Might be the alcohol. Sorry. It could be. It could be. That was a pretty big glass of, uh, was that whiskey? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Finish her off. All right, speaking of alcohol, who is a Spurs player? If you were at a party, if you were at a gathering, if you were somewhere socially where alcohol was being served distributed whatever which player would most likely get iced by someone in the group of people i thought you were going a different way with this one so did i so did i i know <laughs> like the hugo joke was such a low hanging i know i know uh, i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't gonna make a drunk driving joke derek i'm an adult we're above yeah, that true. we all make that's, mistakes that's cruel yeah uh, we're all cruel i'm gonna say dyer because a he has no clue what a smear off ice is and he just seems uh, aloof and completely lost enough to not have any clue that someone was handing him that trash. I'm pretty much going to repeat everything you said, but I'm going to go Davidson Sanchez. Uh, damn it, Nick. I think he did not know what the hell Smirnoff Ice was. And he's like, when he <laughs> fell last year, that was basically him getting iced on the field. And that one goal. I can't remember what it was, but I can vividly remember his body just keeling over. Gundogan. Gundogan yes, put him on his it. face. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Everything. So, um, uh, I- I'm disagreeing with you, Nick. Sorry. Sorry, Jose. I'm jumping in here. I'm disagreeing with everything Nick said about Davidson Sanchez and about what Derek said about Eric Dyer, but for Davidson Sanchez. Jose, do you have any other answer than that? <laughs> that was too say, on point for both of those. Sergio, he's a lightweight guy. He, It's probably going to be him. No, we're not. Mike, who gets the drunkest? He's getting iced. Yeah. Well, you, you ever had a Smirnoff ice given to you and you have to chug the thing? I think we have a cultural difference here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Completely. We know, okay. we know. I think who, who would drink that? This is the best. Oh, this is why My girlfriend it's... drinks that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no. girlfriend. Don't uh, don't get mad at me. No, being iced is when you surprise somebody with a Smirnoff ice and nobody really likes to drink them, evidently, except your girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> and uh, like they fall for it. Like you keep it hidden, though. Like you don't just walk up to somebody and say you're iced. You like hand them a package or something and, and inside is the Smirnoff ice. You ice them. Uh, then chug it. It's then they have to chug it. Nuno, yeah, Nuno. It's white people shit. (laughs) That is Nuno because him and Jose are the same age. It's it's one of the whitest things ever, actually. And we and we never heard of his shit, so it's gonna be him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to stuff that maybe Jose will know about. Who is who's gonna be your favorite not your favorite non Spurs player of the year? Like an honorable mention for anybody in the entire league that plays for another team who's going to be your favorite player. Mine is going to be easy. Easy pick for me. He already won my award. So this is, even though this is preseason, 
award show superlatives, mine's going to Jack Grealish because that's the only reason why Hurricane's probably not going to City. So he is definitely my favorite non-Spurs player of the year as of right now. He's leading candidate for me. He's the, the odds-on favorite. Favorite so can, non-Spurs player. Can Harry Kane be an answer here? Or Ooh. is that too soon? <laughs> okay, Harry Kane. That's pretty fucked up, but all right. <laughs> no, because fuck him. I, I, if he went to City, I, I wouldn't be my favorite player. So you just picked him as your favorite player, and he's not your favorite player? No, no, I simply player. asked a question, sir. You're the question master. I just wanted to clear the question up. That's all. So, probably somebody from Brentford. Someone from Brentford. Okay. Runner-up could be seeing as our, I don't know, I don't want to say Pulisic because he plays for the scum. Josh Sargent. But I was going to say Josh oh, Sargent good. from Norwich City. Norwich City, yeah. yeah. A couple, couple days ago. So he's probably my runner-up. DeAndre Yedlin. Is he still in Newcastle? <laughs> no, he plays, I think, for... Who's the team that Tanganga was going to get sent Galatasaray? to? Yeah, good show. And Sergeant is a great pick because he's not going to be very good. Yeah, he does play for them. Hey, maybe he's good. good He's had plenty of chances in Europe to be something, and he's been nothing. So maybe he will at some point. Who knows? All right. So since nobody has a favorite non-Spurs player, this is horrible, (laughs) horrible radio. I had a little bit more, a little more faith in you. All right. Last one, last one before I get a little more serious with them. Who on this team would you let date your sister or a womanly figure in your life? Because I don't know if any of you have sisters or not. Harry Kane. Or yeah, Sonny. I don't know. Harry just Harry just seems like the perfect person. Does he leave? (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. That's perfect, actually. Uh, So yeah, I'm gonna go with Sonny. My pick was Sonny. I mean, I date him. Fair enough. Yeah, Sonny's the nicest guy, of course. That's the guy you want with your family. I'm going to say Hjordberg. Oh. He seems like say? he would protect... Pierre? Oh. He would okay. protect, I guess, my mother in this scenario. I don't You're know. Let him this your mom? Holy I don't have a sister. Um, a woman of my life? Yeah, Pierre, he seems like a good protector. He's a good leader. And uh, he's a he damn seems Viking. charming. He seems very charming. He's a damn Viking. He was about to... Send Arteta to Valhalla. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's good. All right. So let's get to some more, I guess, serious-ish more ones. Uh, Who is going to be your sixth man of the year, a.k.a. the basketball idea behind this of who's going to be the bench bench player player of the year? I think mine is going to be off the bat – I'm hope. I think this is more hope than anything, but I want Skippy to be really good this year. So I think he's gonna. I mean, obviously Hoiberg's gonna probably for no reason at all just play way too many games. I just feel like that's where that's going, just because. And whenever he's not out there right now, we're thinking Skippy. So I'm thinking Skip. He's gonna be Mike, and it's his first gonna be his first full Premier League season. He's coming up from the championship, and he he did do well, but you know I don't think anyone's expecting him to come in and be a full-time starter. So Skippy's going to be my sixth man of the year. I project Derek, your sixth man of the year, please. I hope and pray it's Lucas because that means he's not starting because that's what his best role is, is to beat up on tired defenses. And I hope, hope, hope that for once somebody will actually put him in the position to be the best. 
Probably he's, not going to happen, but that would be my pick. He's looked a little, little different. He's looked a little different in this offseason. Has he not? He's looked amazing against League One teams. Yeah, he had that move on Ben White. That should have been a goal. Well, Ben White is the most, I mean, he plays for who? That's enough with Ben White. Exactly. Look, he answers. He, he, he took the ball to the there. goal line and he crossed it in for a perfect setup for what was it, Sonny to put in? Who put it into Leno? But he's also been a, he's also been on a lot of one twos that I haven't seen from him in a, in a while. Even at the end of that pass to I believe that was to uh, I almost said Parrot, but he doesn't score goals. Uh, Scarlet, <laughs> and I think it was the very first game we played. He looked smooth, and there've been a lot of one twos even without him. So his maybe passing has looked better. better. Yeah, his passing has looked better. I'm going to go with Lo Celso only because of necessity of that position. Uh, my backup would be Delhi because we need someone to step up to make this team better because we kind of see what it is even when Son and Kane are at their best. So one of those guys, and I mean, like, and it has to be third because one of those three really need to become a star or Delhi has to become a star again for us to really improve and fight for maybe squeezing into that fourth spot. Oh, and Kane has to stay also. Yeah, I'm going to go with someone different, Roden. Hopefully Roden picks up his game and starts playing well at center back for us. And he's going to get some burn eventually. So hopefully he can be that bench player that comes off. Usually you don't want to – it's kind of tough to be subbed in at center back. That usually means something horrific happened because you usually don't change your back four for nothing unless something bad happened. But – Hopefully he can be a guy that gets not starts um, typically and comes in in games like conference games, the the Europa conference games, and shows us some, something. Fair enough. I, 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 I'm I gonna no, I'm gonna jump in here because Derek gave me a weird face about my Harry Kane comment, and because Derek, you said before that you wanted Harry out. If we sell him now, do we have enough time to pick up the players we need to at all compete, or you just don't care about the season? No, I, I care about the season a bunch, but. Like I said before, I just want it to be one way or the other. I don't want to sit in this purgatory of, well, he wants to leave, but he also wants to sign a new contract. It seems like the story changes every 12 hours. And I'm kind of just sick of it the way that you guys are sick of Ndombele's dramatic stories being reported by the press. I just want things to be normal and simple. Okay, we have these 20 guys. Let's leave it. Let's put them out there and see what happens. if If Harry signed a new contract... And I mean, he, Levy doesn't do this, but if Levy gave him a release clause, like he should have had in his first contract. Sure. And we can promise Harry, let's say certain things like if we get in the Champions League, you think about staying. Champions League? You're guaranteeing Champions League? I'm not guaranteeing Champions League, but there's no shot. There's no shot of Champions League without Harry Kane. Correct? No shot. So if we keep him for one more year and we can push for something bigger and we can show him some credit to Levy. We're bought, we're generally buying players in a time after building a billion dollar stadium in a COVID era, and we are not in the financial situation of all these other teams. Like I understand, we complain that he doesn't spend enough on certain players. He gets around things, but we are in a situation where we're actively we're trying. Getting Romero was a huge signing. Getting even Brian Brian Heal was a signing that we were able to throw some money around. Maybe it was a little much, but still, money has been given out compared to the money we've gotten back. We're not one of those teams in financial in a financial issue. And if Harry Kane can stay for another year, I think it's too late to sell him only because we're not going to get the players in this season. Then 
show set let Harry Kane sign this, give him a hundred million dollar release clause because I would take a hundred million dollars from probably next year. He's gonna be a year older. Pray he doesn't get injured. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing we have to worry about. But we're not fighting for any top positions without Harry Kane. It's not happening. My rebuttal is this: it is twofold. The fact that we are even being rumored to Martinez for that kind of money, again, as we said last week, should be a concern. We're 20 days away from Levy time, pal. That's plenty of time for my good buddy Daniel to f- figure out something. I mean, he signed Musa Sissoko on deadline day. How'd that work out? Um, for one year, it worked out really well. <laughs> the other two, not great. You yeah. are good buddies. <laughs> Seriously, though. You are good buddies now. That's if Paratici really has a long list wow. of people that he wants to sign, I don't see a scenario where we couldn't figure out two to three people to replace Harry Kane, at least not at the striker position, but maybe strengthen us elsewhere. No, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Derek, in some points that you made. I don't agree with you saying, fuck off, Harry Kane. I love that guy. I want this guy in this club. And like Ben said, for us to succeed or for us to finish anywhere near the top four, we need him on this team. However, I am a little bit upset of the whole situation and tired of it. I wish that, and and he's not the only one to blame because Levy is to blame as well. We have, and Paratici, you have to figure out ASAP whether, what you want to do with this guy. And you, if he's made it clear, because we don't know if he's made it clear to them that he doesn't want to be there, then you have to start making this guy available and, and start figuring out what we're going to do with the money we're going to make off of him. And like Ben said, it's not, I don't think it's going to be enough time. If we were to sell this guy, we have 20 days, you said, to try to restructure this team, get a, a good striker in, get some other, um, another center back, another midfielder, maybe a creative midfielder. It, it's going to be tough. Time is ticking. And that's the only issue I had with the whole Harry Kane stuff is the time that we spent talking about this. Get it done. Keep them or get rid of them. But we, it's too late in the game now. We have to keep them. If Man City really wants them, just go in and get them. But Lukaku just went for 100. We're like, oh, we'll take 120. Are you taking 120 right now? No. Nope. After the Lukaku deal? No, no chance. Not. No fucking way are we taking 115. Price, Price just went up. If Man City really wants him there, you saw, what, you saw Pep's comments. And they're just sitting there. If they really want him, they, we know they have the money. And it doesn't seem like they're making any moves. The Graylish thing obviously has gotten the way. So I'm not taking it less than maybe 140 now. Lukaku is not a Lukaku is not close to Harry. Eh, I don't want to say that, but not close enough. Not close. It's enough. pretty good now. But yes, we did a lot of hurricane last week and I have a couple more superlatives. Thanks for taking all my time, guys. Sorry, Nick. This that is what hurts. I love to do. This, this hurts. Hurricane's not going anywhere. All right. Uh, <laughs> Derek, who's your breakout player of the year? Breakout player on Tottenham in 2021 and our Lord's year of 2022 as well. God, I hope it's in Dombley or Lacelso, man. I really do. But I'm going to probably say Skip here because while he was the best player in the championship, it's a huge step up to even be a part of a club at, at our level. But I do think he will quit himself very well as – either Hoiberg's deputy or a defensive setup in a, in a middle three. So I have a lot of faith in the man because he's been pretty well touted since he was a young kid. Jose, breakout I'm play. Agree. I'm going to agree with, I mean, it's 
it's not a secret. So he shouldn't be a breakout player, but because he played last year in championship, like in the championship league. But I'm gonna agree with Derek. It has to be him. It has to be Skippy. Skippy looks amazing. He does everything well. He plays good defense. He plays. He moves the ball well forward as well. He's he's a little mini Hoiberg, and them two playing together are very good. Very very good. I'm hoping it's going to be Tanganga, to be honest. That's what my pick is. That's my more hopeful pick. I mean, I want Roden as well in this category for me, but he's, he's, a, he's the home, home, more homegrown boy. So I, I, want, I want it to be Tanganga. Ben, who, who would be your breakout player? Who do you think is going to break out this year? I'm going to go with Lo Celso, only because I watched a lot of Copa, and he was awesome. I mean, yeah, I didn't love that he only played like 66 minutes per game, but he was great. He was really great in the Copa America tournament, so... That's my breakout player of the year. One, because I said it before, I need we need him to be the breakout player of the year, and I saw him be really good. Fair enough. And let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. Most disappointing player for us this year. Who is that going to be, Jose? Disappointing. I'm going to go with Golini. Wow. Because okay. he's not going to get enough burn. Not because of anything that he's not. like. I'm not saying he's <laughs> capable of not playing well. I just don't think, you know, he's going to get a lot of playing time. That's so, really harsh. That's really harsh. That's, so because Hugo is in front of him, he's going to be disappointing. Yeah, we spent a lot of money on him. So he's going to be disappointed. $15 million out of We spent nothing on him. What's some money? Well, I'm right. going to go Tangi uh, for the first. If you would like to know why, I go to the first 10 minutes of our show. Because that's that was, that was very heavily discussed of how I, I'm not a huge fan of right now. I think. Yeah, that's my pick. Tangi's my pick. Derek, most disappointing player. Sadly, I'm going to go Delhi because I don't see how he fits into any of the formations aside from a 4-3-2-1 or a 4-2-3-1. He just doesn't fit. He can't play on the wings. He can't play in a, a pair in central midfield. And I love the guy, and he's jacked. But – I think he's just a player you have to model your entire formation around to make it work, and I don't think that's in the plans. Is there one particular Instagram post of his you liked from this summer? I mean, I probably if you check my Instagram po- my Instagram page, I've probably liked about every single one of his pictures. He's got great, great hair now. He's jacked. He's tatted up. He's got kind of heading towards like Takashi six nine tat- dumb tattoo level. Oh. Right. That's, that's not good at all that's not good no, <laughs> that outlook not. is not going well that's not. Uh, yeah i do like his hair so i'll give him that but ben did you give yours most disappointing i don't think so yeah right no i did not and now i just forgot because i got distracted by Derek's. but i was gonna go <laughs> i think i was gonna go with delhi probably <laughs> he was so convinced by Derek's liking of instagram phones he was just like ah shit oh no, no 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 i got it i got it matt doherty a little off the books but his coach is back we, I guess we expect more of from what we saw from him at Wolves, why we signed him, but I just don't think he's going to show him us anything more than what he is, even with his, even with Nuno there. So Matt Doherty's not going to be anything, and hopefully he'll be gone next year. I can't believe you just gave that answer after shitting on Jose for saying Galini when you're talking about a backup and a backup. Well, just, he is a, what do you mean? He's the, he's going to be, we don't even have a right back right now. Well, actually, yeah, we got, we got Tenganga, but yeah, he's, <clears throat> he's the backup. Fine. Like, <clears throat> But like, let's. He's third string. To play more. Third string. He's not. Oh, shut up. Surge is here, baby. Surge is still here. Thank All you, right. Ben. Thank you, Ben. All right. Well, I, me. well, I was just going off a little off off the boat with Darty, just because you know he's got his coach back. 
we hired him just because how he played with that coach. But I guess it would be Telly because he really hasn't been that good, even when the team's been good. And even though he got jacked and social media really hit him up, he, he might be just, he's just slow. He's slow. It bothers me. So in the same round, we went with breakout player, guy that kind of comes out of nowhere, most disappointing, which is pretty straightforward. Who would be now, uh, just trying to make it in some way, shape, or form in your mind different, who would be the most improved player you think in your mind next year? Try to make it somebody different than breakout player. But, yeah, like mine is going to be Stevie. I think the bar was pretty low for him last year. So I think he's, he kind of just has some perfect room to grow and, you know, there's no, no Gareth. Therefore that helps. What do you think of say? Most improved, most improved. I made a lot of fun of him during this recording, but I'm going to go with Eric Dyer. The pairing with, uh, with Romero, hopefully we see something good out of him and we know he's going to scream a lot. He's the only guy that's going to scream now, now that Joe Hart is gone. So let's see, let's see if he's the, that guy. Ben, you're most improved, most improved. Lucas Mora. Oh, I know he's old or not old, but more of a veteran, but we know Lucas run, run past two, run to the third player, but I don't know. I've seen it. There's, there's been a difference about Lucas a little bit. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Lucas Mora and he's like going to be answer. that. He's going to hopefully be that spark off the bench. If we need him to start, he can do that too. So Lucas Mora. Derek, take us home on the most improved front. Tangy and Dombele, baby. This oh, is year. This God. is the one. This is the one. I'm telling this you. Guy, he's you make settle me sick. He's you make me sick or actually... goes to Derek. We're going to run the offense through him. No, seriously. I'm... Davidson Sanchez is honestly my choice. He's taking his face out of Serge's, Serge's ass and putting it right in Tangy's. <laughs> no, because somebody has to pair next to. There's got to be more room in there, right? Listen, I'm, I'm, an, open, I'm an equal opportunity employer. But I'm with Derek. One of those two center backs are going right. to perform well next to Romero. One of those two guys. Using your, using your own horrible answer is. Uh... As a backup for Derek's horrible answer. Just to, <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a right, fellas. Point. Two wrongs do not make a right. No, but it wouldn't shock me if another coach somehow fell in love with Eric Dyer the same way that every every coach falls in love with Lucas. Guy busts his ass at every practice, I'm sure. He looks the part. He just doesn't play the part when there are quality players on the other side of the pitch. But on the opposite side of everything, Sanchez looked good in the Copa, aside from a couple instances that certain people in this chat have criticized. But if you put a quality center back next to him, he proved it his first season here when he was surrounded by Jan and Toby, there is still the potential there. And that guy was a big, big, big price tag when we bought him. So I don't want to give up on him and he might never work out, but if we're going by most improved, he's been pretty low at this point based off of last season. He was phenomenal in the Arsenal game. Phenomenal. I know know it's preseason again, but Sanchez was... Phenomenal in the national game. The problem, the problem is the left foot. The left-footed center back is there is is the issue. So that's why Dyer. That's why Dyer still plays. It's going to be. It's. I mean, we'll see if Romero starts the first game, but it's going to be probably Romero and Dyer just because Dyer has that left foot. And I mean, center back is still what number one on our our players to shop for, even though we Definitely. got Romero already. Probably. Yeah, we need probably. 
Speaking of Romero, is he going to be our signee of the year? Is he going to be your, I mean, we, we kind of have more time to add to this. So I feel like, I feel like he, this was going to be unanimous that he's going to be the best signing that we've had this summer, probably. Right. I don't think we're getting, I don't think we're getting Latoro. So, or at least not this season. And if that happens, then we can have a, a dis- real discussion over who's the signing of the year. But I don't think uh, Martinez. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jose Galini. I love, no, I, 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 like love this guy. I, I love this guy. I love this guy. I love Golini. What I, when what I've seen of him. The only reason I said that is because I don't feel he's going to play enough. And <laughs> so that's I don't, it's not his fault, but it's going to be a little bit, of, a little bit of a disappointment because he seems like high on everybody's radar. It's like getting a QB ready. It's like Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Uh, okay, you're prepping yourself for disappointment with the guests already. That's smart. <laughs> smart. So. How would I, Definitely, I, said, I, it, I made a Packers comment. This goes back, but yeah, Zach Wilson. They both were he, green. He, he hasn't looked great, and the and the Jets media is already jump, already jump, already jump. Nine game practice. Fee. Great. Did you hear that too, Derek? Yeah, you hear him like mumble out like that. The yeah, yeah. It's, it came. It, was, it came on my screen at like it's it switching was over. I hope it recorded that. <laughs> it I'm not even that. editing that. Out. That was nuts. That was I was like, did I have like an aneurysm or something? Like, what the hell just happened? It just said my my speaker, like my microphone switched for, to computer from my mic that I'm using. A whole new well, way to say jump. Jumpity, jumpity, jump. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's round this off real quick here. Two different MVPs at both ends of the field, attacking MVP or and, and defensive MVP. What do you think? What are yours going to be, Derek? Who's going to be your attacking third MVP. I don't, I don't, I didn't want to say like striker of the year. Cause we literally employ one. So yeah, the problem with that is that if he stays, Harry Kane's the only answer for attacking defensive. Okay. Well, that's why we're doing this right now, boy. Defensive. I think, Hugo has one, I think Hugo's going to ride out in the sunset with an excellent year. I do. He's been excellent. I just hope he doesn't, you know, break his wrists falling down against Brighton. Really, really putting the positive vibes out there for Hugo. Got to respect that. Jose, you got any picks other than Harry Kane? Defensive, I'm going to go with Hoiberg. And offensive attacking, I'm going to go with Delhi. Even though he hasn't looked great this preseason, this last game he got into the areas he needed to get into, like he's done in the past, and he just missed on a couple of, of those attempts. If he can start doing, start getting into that space that we know he can um, clean up these misses by Kane or someone else or Son and put them away, he could be that attacking player that or one of our most attacking, important attacking players. So, yeah, I'm going with Delhi. So, to point out, I did say that Harry Kane was going to stay last podcast when we talked about him and complained about Kane for about an hour. And he's going to be my attacking MVP. I think he's going to stay. I think he's going to sign a new contract. And I'm just going to put all the good vibes out there. I'm going to be pretty much the opposite of what Derek did with Hugo. So Hurricane and defensive MVP, I'm going to go with Reggie. Because he started off really well last year. And then just kind of, you know, went down, went downhill. It wasn't quite a fall off the cliff kind of year for Reggie in the second half. But he definitely struggled down the stretch. And... If the rest of the best back line around gets better around him, I think Reggie's going to be going to be that guy we were all very very excited about at one point in time. Not that I don't think we're not excited about him now. I think everyone generally likes him, but yeah, technically he's probably going to be my pick for being that 
for his offensive prowess. So that's kind of awkward that I picked him for defensive MVP. But I whatever. That this one. is our podcast. I can do whatever the hell I want. Ben? What was the question again? Oh, Lord. <laughs> defensive and attacking MVPs. I was fishing the mic. Oh, defensive and attacking MVPs? If Harry stays, Harry Kane. Like, what are we? What are we? Are we actually arguing that? Uh, defensive. I gotta go with our big signing. That's the guy we're relying on. So I'm gonna go Romero, with okay. Romero making a semi Virgil Van Dyke change to this team or influence on this team. Fair enough. Fair enough. And we have one more left before that. Dared to get fun today. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. That's I was good. worried. When I thought of all these, I, I that's all I was worried about. Will Derek have fun? Boys, we got him. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, there's no gray area that I'm going to allow you to pick, and this is going to go the same for everyone. I want a final answer. Did you hear my sound effects? Final answer. That's me banging the table. Place will Spurs finish in this year? Fifth place. Jose? Third. That comes as a least surprising answer. <laughs> oh, we're going to win the league. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was, like, I was I waiting, I was waiting I for you to say my name. And you know when I say that, I say that with zero conviction. No, of course. Conviction. <laughs> conviction. I really bought that. Yeah, because you should have said that. What the hell are you doing? Third? <laughs> yeah, who, are we beating, who are we beating over third? To be what Man City, Chelsea, then us. <laughs> We're beating United. Yep. I'm gonna go fourth. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling good today. What is going on? I'm gonna yeah. go sixth. Give me 25 minutes into the Man City game, and that's gonna change to damn you, Ben. Ben, I was about to say we win in the league too. You fucked this all up. You had you went before me into third and yelled at me because I was like so ready, like looking at Nick as Nick doesn't call my name. I'm like, you know what? I'll just have to say it out loud. We're gonna win the league. Well, I said it at the same time you said it. So it's six, but six. We're coming in six. Six. Jose's first cuss on on recording. My first cuss? No, Jose. Oh, I've been cussing. Oh, I think I've done a couple. My mom has called me out. (laughs) Yeah, your mom calls you out. Joe Meyer calls him out. Nobody calls Derek out because nobody cares. Nope. <laughs> Hello, care. darkness, my old friend. Final question. Uh, on Sunday, when Spurs open the league, what will Charlie Kane be doing? Sitting at his desk wearing a suit <laughs> with an unplugged landline phone. Signing Harry's new contract for Spurs. Oh, wow. Jose, what's mm. Charlie Kane going to be doing? He's not going to do anything. Probably not even gonna watch the game. He's just just gonna be there. He does nothing anyway. He's gonna try to Sorry. uncross his Sorry, eyes. Harry. Sorry, <laughs> Harry, but your your brother is not too good of an agent and probably not too good of a person. Jesus, let's not, let's not take a shot at his personality, but not a good agent. Definitely not a good agent. I think he's gonna be in his burner account. <laughs> <laughs> I have no proof that he has a burner account, but I'm throwing it out there. Have you, you can see it in his eyes. He has like three or four. <laughs>